This podcast contains sexual themes and is intended for open-minded adults. If you're under the age of 18, you should stop listening now. You're listening to Sharing is Caring. In this podcast, we talk openly about our journey into the lifestyle, about opening our relationship and our lives to a whole new way of thinking. Come and share our adventures into sex positivity and ethical non-monogamy. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 18 of Sharing is Caring. I'm Kiwi. And I'm Sherry. In today's episode, we're going to continue our journey a bit more and talk about our first visit to a killing kittens party, a hedonism party. But first, straight on to our catch-up. I actually just got back from a little Christmas party on the way home. It's Christmas party season, yay! Yay! Another Christmas party tomorrow, yay! You never stop, do you? Oh, you've always got to keep partying. And then when it's Christmas time, it's Christmas partying. No, okay. What? <laughs> I'll show myself out. <laughs> okay, so what did we do recently? Yeah, it's been a long time since our last podcast. I guess there's been like two sexy things that we've been doing recently. I would say even three. Oh, do tell the third when we get there. So we'll start off with um, Cyan coming to visit again. Yes. It's been a while since she's come over in a sexy capacity because we're friends with her. Outside of, well, pants on friends with her as well. As I like this expression, pants <laughs> on friend. It's very clear that, you know, you keep your pants on, so you're pants on friend. <laughs> All right. Couldn't have said it better myself. Yay. <laughs> so we arranged a dinner date at the classiest of establishments. Weatherspoons. Oh, yeah. Only the best. For those of you who aren't in the UK or don't know Weatherspoons, it's... um, It's a pub. It's, it's a, a chain. Yeah. And they always have very cheap drinks. And food. And food, which is all cooked in a microwave. No. And... You think? Yeah. Oh, okay. Pretty sure. Oh. Someone said that to me once, and, like, I'm convinced it's true. If, you, well, if you've it, eaten there... Well, it can't there. all be... I mean, the burgers, you know... Or a deep fryer. Microwave and a deep fryer. Okay. Okay. It's always full of people drinking in the... Or from the morning all the way into closing. Well, it's, it's a It's one pub. of those establishments. Yeah, but it's like a... It's a sad It's not pub. a classy pub. It's not a happy pub, it's a sad pub. Yeah. Anyway, we digress. So um, we went, went for a nice dinner and then came back to ours. Yeah, and we got id twice. Oh yeah, that's right. That was super annoying. And the guy at the door, when he ID'd you, I asked, oh, do you want to see my ID? And he's like, oh no, she just looks like a foreigner. <laughs> what the hell? So he went from like a casual ID check to like some casual racism. <laughs> I guess it is a Spoons and the guy who owns Spoons is pretty racist and like pro-Brexit. Oh my god. Anyway, yeah. let's not get on to that. So um, after after Spoons, we all came back to ours. And and then we introduced Cyan to the game of the lifestyle. Yeah. She took to that like a duck in water. Oh, she was so excited. She loved it. She was almost jumping up and down. She, she grabbed the cards from us and she was like, okay, I'm doing this. And she would decide which card she would read out and who would do what. And it was so funny. Her dominant side definitely came out. <laughs> Yeah, she was the one making the rules. Yeah, so we uh, quickly shifted to the bedroom to continue playing because, you know, the couch is just not quite big enough to lie down. No, and also we're not facing each other. Yeah, the bed is much better. So um, what happened after that? She suggested to tie you up, or did we? I think it was you and her both seemed to agree that it was a good idea. Yeah, well, it was a good idea. Naturally, oh, no, stop, stop, please, this is terrible. (laughs) 
you didn't object once. You were very, very uh, <laughs> into the idea. So we have uh, under bed restraints yep. that we don't use very often, but we put them to really good use this time. So we tied up Kiwi, hands and feet, and then we used the blindfold to make sure that he couldn't see what was happening. And that's when it all started. <laughs> and they even went and got ice out of the freezer, which I, I'm going to say now, I did not enjoy the ice. That's... The ice cubes were actually quite funny to play with, but I think it was more um, a type of things I've done once and now that's okay, I've done it, rather than uh, something I will do again in the future. Cyan put it on my nipple and it's fucking cold. <laughs> Uh, but what else did we do? We tickled you a little bit. We touched you. We teased you. We were both touching you and trying to make it that you couldn't tell who was touching you, who was kissing you. And I, I couldn't move my arms. And I kept trying to grab. So I felt like a shit T-Rex with like little <laughs> arms that I couldn't move. <laughs> oh, you're missing out on a, an amazing impression. <laughs> <laughs> it was a very fun night. And then she stayed over for the night. Yeah. And I uh, got up in the morning ordered pancakes off Deliveroo and ate pancakes and watched Jumanji. Yeah, <laughs> that was very fun as well. <laughs> Why do I like the non-sexy stuff as much as the sexy stuff? <laughs> but it was a very sexy evening and I liked the shift of power dynamics. Yeah. yeah and you like, you like being a, a slutty sub anyway. Me, slutty? Yeah, and sub. <laughs> and she was really embracing the her dom side. Oh yeah. That was fun. What else have we done recently? Last weekend. Yes, we finally went to Rio's. Yeah, it's been like over a year, I think, since we went to Rio's last. And we've kept intending to go there, but we just haven't got around to it. So we decided, right, we're going to go in two weeks' time. We're going to go with a few friends. So we sent out a few texts to a few of our friends, see who's available. It was really last minute and in December. So people were, like a lot of people were busy. It's hard to organize stuff in December. Even just normal drinks or something like that, but then trying to organize a Saturday night. So uh, we managed to arrange a few people. Yeah, and because it's couples night at Rio's on a Saturday night, we had to find a single man for Mew because Mew was coming along with us. Who knew it was so hard to find a single man? Seriously. Um, no, I would correct and say it's hard to find a decent single man. Yeah, who can commit to actually coming because we did actually find a couple along the way, but then they had to change plans or cancel. Oh, they were busy. Yeah. So we ended up organizing for Mew to come with us with yep. a single guy that she met on Killing Kittens. Mm -hmm. I think it's good that she met him on Killing Kittens because initially I thought he was off Tinder. And I thought, oh my God, is this not going to be a bit too full on for someone just from Tinder? <laughs> <laughs> but because he had been to Killing Kittens parties, he, he kind of knew the scene and what to, well, not maybe what to expect, but... He knew the rules and... He was already open to it. Yeah. And Ramona? From our last episode. Yep. So we hadn't... Well, we'd never seen her naked, actually. Yeah, actually, I don't think I saw her much because we're under, under the water all the time. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> so she came with the guy that she's seeing. Yeah. And... Drumroll. And Mr. and Mrs. H from Bedhoppers. Yay. It was great to see them again. We haven't seen them in months. Mm-hmm. So they came up and they actually crashed at ours for the weekend. So it was really cool. We got to spend the, a lot of the weekend with them as well. Yeah. And also there were other couples that we invited, but they they couldn't come. Yeah, babysitter issues. Mm. But there was that other one couple that were messaging actually off, um, off Tinder. <laughs> and uh, they ran into us there and said, Oh, are you Kiwi and Sherry? 
Um, but used her real name. She said, hey, thank you for recommending this place. And I was really confused. I didn't know who was that person and who had recommended it to. So I, obviously it was Kiwi who had done the chatting. <laughs> <laughs> and that woman thought it was, well, me or that I was super included in that conversation, which I hadn't been. But um, I was like, yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> and they were hot. I think uh, Italian, Brazilian couple. They actually um, texted us and say if we're going over their part of the world, to uh, drop them a message. Ah, I didn't know that. Yay. So what happened on the night? So we intended to go out to dinner at Oaxaca, as is tradition, tradition dictates. And we did. We went over there, but the Uber took a long time. It took like twice as long as we expected. So we were going to have dinner first and then meet with Mew and her man. man. Yeah, because it was like a bit too much for the first time that they were meeting and first time for him, he hasn't ever known any of us to come out for dinner. It's a bit too like formal, I think. But because we arrived so late, by the time we sat down and just about to order, they arrived as well. Yeah, they arrived for the drinks, but we were having dinner, so they joined us for dinner in the end. Yeah, so it's like we tricked them into it. (laughs) Well, I would like to add actually about Oaxaca is that it's such a tradition for us to always go to Oaxaca before Rio's that kind of have an association in my mind where we go to Oaxaca, it's going to be a sexy evening, that I get just very excited at the idea of of having Oaxaca. Um, It's weird, but I feel sexy when I think about Oaxaca now. (laughs) (laughs) So I need to make you Mexican whenever I want to do things to you. No, 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 it's not Mexican, it's It's Oaxaca. Oaxaca. Yes. All right, noted. And if anyone wants to uh, get Sherry ready for, you know, Some action. activity, just bring her to Oaxaca. <laughs> so afterwards, we decided to head down to Rio's. It's just a short walk down the road. Once we got to the entrance... Well, we were in for a surprise. Yeah. We found out that, um, well, the woman told us as we we're about to pay, she said, actually, the relaxation cabins, so that's the private rooms where you can... Have the sex, sex rooms. Yeah. <laughs> they're closed tonight and there's police on site. And I was like, whoa, whoa, what? So what does that mean? They're like, oh, it just means there's police on site. Like, okay, we'll read into that as in, you know, you have to be a bit more behaved than usual when we're there. And said, okay, we'll step aside and have a bit of a chat and see, do we still actually want to go? Mm-hmm. After a bit of a catch up and a chat, we said, oh, well, we're here anyway. Why not? Yeah, and you still get to enjoy being naked in a spa. So Yeah, but it was good. It was discounted as like 20 quid rather than 27 or 29 or something like that so at least it was cheaper <laughs> yeah so we went in all got undressed poured our glasses of wine and got in the pools and relaxed for a bit yeah and then it didn't take long before the relaxation turned into a bit of uh touching and L- let's say that it was hot in the pool yes it was hot <laughs> You know what, I think actually because the cabins were closed, we did maybe a tiny bit more in the pools than we would normally have done. Yeah, but we did less than I guess we would have if the police weren't there. But the police weren't walking around. I think the police were in the back room watching cameras or something like that. I don't know. We didn't actually see them. I saw them once at the end. Yeah, me too. They um they weren't just walking around. It wasn't like there's police presence. But I assume it's because they don't have the right license to have sex on site or something like that. That's the only conclusion I, I got. But at some point, one of the guys came in the room and said, kind of told off some people were obviously having sex in the pool. Oh, yeah, he came in like the school teacher and scolded them. Yeah. And then as soon as he left, they kept having sex. And then about a minute later, 
one of the other people that worked there came in and said, no, don't listen to him. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Keep having sex in the pool. <laughs> he didn't say keep having sex in the pool. He said keep doing what you want or something oh, like he that. Said, he said you can have sex in the pool. Like, Did he say that? Yeah. Oh, I missed out. He was very explicit about really? it. Really? Oh. <laughs> so then we just chilled out and got in and out of pools and out of saunas. It was a good night. Yeah, well, we got too hot because the problem is, I mean, the temperature in in those pools is so hot that it's hard to stay in for a while then you overheat and you're not enjoying it yeah so sometimes i had to just stand up so half of my body would be in the air rather than the hot water oh no so we had to look at your boobs oh Oh. what a shame oh maybe it was all a tactic i think so i'll (laughs) go with that but we were i guess gutted very quickly that the cabins were closed because we wanted to definitely move the party to somewhere more private it would have escalated a lot more yeah very quickly as well yeah i guess as it was nearing midnight we were all getting a bit tired and overheated and too hot yeah yeah so we sort of went out to the bar and relaxed in the bar a bit and chatted it was it was a good chat as well i mean it was it was nice and sexy because we're all naked oh you were chatting Um, i was watching starship troopers (laughs) (laughs) that was playing on the screen behind the bar yes but i really enjoyed the chat with Everyone who was there. Shortly after midnight, when all the single men came, not as many as usual. They probably got scared off by the police. Yeah, and maybe they thought there wouldn't be any sex since the cabins were closed. Yeah, probably. Yeah, it felt less Cinderella-like yeah. than usual. There's only a few. Um, we decided to head home, so we all piled into a mm. Uber and headed home. What was also very good for me <laughs> that night is that on top of the normal tea biscuits that were out... <laughs> <laughs> They had some extra biscuits and muffins and cakes. I was really excited about that. You got your money's worth eating those little cakes. (laughs) I was hungry. Being in the water makes you hungry. Yeah, it does. And also being naked. Makes you hungry. Oh, yeah. Maybe what you do when you're naked makes you hungry. Oh, that too. So on the uh, ride home, Sherry, as she always does, fell asleep in the Uber. I don't think there's been one time going back from Rio's I haven't fallen asleep. You were beautiful, mouth open, snoring, <laughs> tongue hanging out. <laughs> what a beautiful description. Okay, not quite that, but... Just just sleepy head. Yeah. So when we got back to ours, we all poured a drink, because we uh, invited Mew to come back to ours as well. Mm-hmm. We all poured a drink and sat around having a bit of a drink and a chat. Well, I didn't. I didn't drink and I didn't chat. <laughs> and Sherry fell asleep on the couch. Then the conversation turned to play a little bit and Sherry suddenly woke up and said, okay, but I'm only going to starfish. I'll keep my mouth open and just do things to me. (laughs) I was in Super classy. I'm always super classy. Um, I was in, in no physical shape to have active play. I mean, for those who are in the lifestyle, you know that going into play with an extra person or more five Um, people yeah in that case it would have been five people it's a lot of effort um, management of expectations of um, wants uh, of yourself of your partner or of the other people here it requires a lot of brain power and physical power and I was in no shape for that but I was willing to to just Sacrifice your body for the cause. Yeah, to let things happen to me. They didn't take me up on my offer. Though. Yeah, we decided it's a good idea to put Sherry to bed. So he called it a night and all went to bed. Yeah. And then in the uh, in the morning, I woke up early. Well, 11.30 early. early. <laughs> and uh, 
got up to make some teas and coffees. And while the jug was boiling, I came back in and started getting Sherry nice and aroused. You're terrible like that. So Sherry was all in the mood. And then I said, OK, I've got to go and make the coffees now. And I'll leave you in Mew's capable hands. So I left and I don't know what happened when I left the room. She but took you over. She took, uh, not, not that long because then I felt guilty for our guests. Yeah, she, she took over and just made me so aroused. It was also baseline. I get more aroused after going out to a sexy party, including Rio's. Even if we didn't play, it was just a sexy environment. So for the next few days, I am, how would you say... Very horny. I guess. <laughs> okay, yes. <laughs> I was looking for something, yeah, a better term, but it, it's a good summary. For the next few days, I am very horny because of that one event uh, that put me in the mood. And therefore, when Mew was playing with my body, I was extremely responsive and horny, but I didn't want it to last too long because we had guests and... I felt a bit rude staying in bed with our beautiful unicorn. I didn't know what was going on in there, but it was really arousing thinking about you two playing together in the room while I was out there making coffees. Mm. I don't know, it's never something I've considered around like playing separately. But I think with Mew, we like know her so well and like trust her so much now that the idea of you two playing, having a bit of a play together is, I don't know, I find that really... I think we should uh, definitely consider that. Yeah. And you're in the next room. You can walk in on us and see what's happening. Yeah. Or I can go out to the gym and then come home and join you. Mm, definitely something to explore. So anyway, where were we before we... Uh, we were talking about the morning and... after. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so then we had our coffees and then headed out for brunch. That was really cool. But um, you had a couple other prior engagements that day, so... She left early and we had brunch with Mr. and Mrs. H and yeah. great chat. Yeah. And then sadly they had to go be on their way. Yeah. So that was last weekend. So what was the third thing which you were talking about? Because you said we've been up to three things. Well, seeing Mew a couple of weeks before we saw Cyan. Ah, but we went for bottomless brunch for first. That was right. Yeah. And then a lot of play. Yeah. And the next morning as well. Yeah. I don't remember the details. For me, it's a blur of sexiness. I think we were all quite drunk from the bottomless brunch. Were we? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. And we took some sexy photos in... Um... They were normal photos. I was thinking sexy photos. I have to check my phone. We were kissing, all of us. Yeah, okay, true. Well, it's still PG-13 or whatever you say. Yeah, they had a photo booth at the... Uh, okay, thank you for explaining with the place. appropriate vocabulary. <laughs> <laughs> they had a photo booth at the place. We had brunch and we went in the photo booth and did photos all together, kissing each other. And that's our latest catch-up quite a bit yeah we've been busy yes here's to uh even more busyness in the weeks to come actually probably not because no it's, it's going to be christmas yeah, christmas family and time family and we'll just have to make our own fun <laughs> for sure let's ride this horniness for the main segment today we're going to talk about continuing our journey a bit more and specifically the first killing kittens party that we've been to the first and only. Yeah, we actually haven't been to any other main parties. We've been to a lot of the socials, so. So it was the hedonism party. So what's the hedonism party? What makes it different to any of the other parties? Well, I don't know, actually. I don't know what other parties they do. <laughs> hedonism party is at a sauna. So it's a gay sauna, which they rent out for the evening and convert it into just their own parties, essentially. They don't really convert it into anything. Do you know if it's always at the same place? I think so, yeah. Oh, okay. 
I thought it was not necessarily a sauna, and I thought it could vary venues. That's what makes it hedonism party is at the sauna. Oh, oh, I'm learning something. Oh, learn something new every day. Yeah. So for this one, we subscribed on the pre-party chat, and we're chatting with other attendees from the party. And that was really good because we can flirt up front and share photos and chat a bit. And we had a few breakaway chats to talk to other people as well. What do you mean flirt up front? We can do that. Can we flirt? <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> We're really bad at flirting. <laughs> Especially because it's me who does most of the messaging and you just check your messages a few times like, okay, yeah, I've got, I won't respond. Yeah, I'm bad at chatting. And Kiwi's bad at flirting. So. I am the best flirter in the world. What do you mean? <laughs> We're a killing combination. <laughs> so we did actually end up having a bit of a chat with some people and one couple in particular who looked really nice and seemed really interesting. They and were both very, very good looking. Yeah. So we had a good chat with them and that was quite flirty, even for me. Wow. Before the uh, party, we also went to the pre-drinks. Someone from the group chat organised pre-drinks at a cocktail bar, which was around the corner. Not related to the party at all, but... Yeah. yeah. That was super useful, I found, to just loosen up and feel a bit more comfortable. Meet people who are going to be at the party and just introduce yourself, have a quick chat, grab a few drinks, feel a bit more relaxed and uh, in a friendly atmosphere. Not as threatening because people are still wearing clothes. Yeah, break the ice. Yeah. So we chatted to quite a few good people there, some couples and a few single women as well that were going to go along. Mm. And um, what I found on that night is that a lot of the women were very good looking. That's the thing with Killing Kittens. A lot of the women and men are quite good looking, but also they looked super confident, sexy and confident. And I was quite impressed. I was feeling a bit overwhelmed. I, I felt a bit, I don't know, like I wasn't to the same level. You definitely are. Well, I'm more like a girl next door type, where the, they were like all blonde, blue-eyed, tall. I like a girl next door type. Yeah, but I felt I felt like I wasn't the same kind of person. That's the thing about the lifestyle. It really helps you gain a lot of confidence. Yeah, yeah. Since then, I think I'm... Same party to, today, I would feel much more at ease. Well, we have to go back to one then. Yeah, let's do that. We drank quite a bit at the pre-drinks because it was... Like mostly free. I think people, were, they had to have a minimum spend with the booking. So they just bought a whole lot of bottles of bubbly and. I felt like people kept out. feeding me drinks. We got a little bit tipsy. One of us more than the others. Yeah, I wonder which one. <laughs> <laughs> so Sherry was uh, quite drunk by the time we moved on to the party. Mm. So we walked around the corner to uh, the party. It's actually downstairs, the sauna. So we went down and people greet you. And, and they we... tell you basically to get naked and to put a mask on. Yeah. Well, we. You can be in lingerie or underwear. Yeah. Some people were naked, but I think at least it's No, but get naked as in remove your clothes, yeah. just keep minimal clothing. Yeah, get undressed. And you have to wear masks for the first hour or two hours or something like that. Too long. Which, for too long. Uh, let me tell you, in a sauna, that's not great. Not you a good combination. You get really sweaty, especially mm. once you start with play. Yeah. It's like sliding, you get sweat in your eyes, but you can't wipe it off because you have a mask on. It's just, ugh. So we had to break the rules numerous times. Oh, no. So once you come down the stairs, on the left, you've got your changing rooms. And on the right, you go out into the main sauna area. And then as you come out to the main sauna area, there's a bar and a lot of relaxation areas, some beds. And they're quite nice, like sofa-y beds. And also massage tables in, uh, yeah, in the rooms. There's a little room on the side with a massage table. Two of them, two rooms, yeah. A big spa pool in the middle. Yeah. 
near the back and then as you go past the spa pool there's a little pawn area with a little i guess like elevated seating area with the screen showing pawn and then as you go around the corners there's probably 10 booths that many yeah i don't remember it being in that varying many, sizes they're, they're quite small they don't have beds they have like sitting areas yeah they're much like rio's where it's just a elevated area with a small plastic mattress put on top yeah. of it wasn't there a sex swing as well exactly mm. there's a little alcove with a sex swing as well mm. which actually we tried out as soon as we arrived did we actually try it out try out or just yeah. okay <laughs> your memory's a bit patchy from that evening <laughs> yes strangely i don't understand why <laughs> so as soon as we arrived we had a bit of a walk around just to explore because it's the first thing we always do when we go to a new club or a party or something like that is look just... at everything and then we went out to the main area and just socialized for a bit mm-hmm and that couple we'd been chatting with on the um, on the app arrived, the one, the sexy one. And I had a good chat with the guy, but the woman wasn't really interested in talking with us. No, she's just looking the other way and more interested in chatting to the people that she already knew. Well, they actually looked a lot like her. It was interesting how... Well, it's something I've noticed in such parties is that usually women play with other women that look very similar to them. Have you noticed as well? Everybody wants to have sex with themselves. Yeah. Chatting a bit with that guy, he, he was super hot, actually. Yeah, he was really good looking. Yeah. But... Um, really charming. He wasn't really interested in chatting to me much at all. And he was really obvious about it. Mm. It was sort of like I was just there and happened to bring this woman with me. And I was some sort of just person on the side, which sort of pissed me off quite a bit. Oh, it's really off-putting. Yeah. But I think at the time, I didn't really know how to deal with that too well and you were clearly very into him and also very drunk and very drunk so, so I, I like, didn't realize what was happening with you yeah so i was thinking oh just whatever that's fine so i was chatting to some of the other people that were in the group with us and then we all moved to the massage room the woman who was not interested in us was the center of attention she was extremely beautiful and everyone was about her so I remember that very vividly. That's one of the things I remember very well. She was in the middle on the table and everyone else was gravitating around her. I played a little bit with her man. I mean, really, just a little bit, not, not that much. A little bit? Yeah. You were playing with him the whole time we were in there. Yeah, but we're not in there for a long time. We are in there for a good 45 minutes, that hour. Well, listen, when you're drunk. <laughs> <laughs> so you were playing with him a lot and uh, you were quite absorbed with him, actually. So I got a few kisses from you, but... You were clearly really interested in playing with him. She wasn't that interested in playing with me. She was also ignoring me. So I was sort of on the side a little bit. And um, a couple that was just walking in the room to have a look must have seen me or noticed me and then came in and started playing beside me. And so they started kissing and things beside me. And then she got down on her knees and started giving the guy that she was with a blowjob. And then she sort of looked up at me and motioned for me to come over. And I was like, well, Sherry's clearly very occupied over here. So I came over to say hello. <laughs> say hello with your dick. <laughs> <laughs> then as she was giving the guy a blowjob and me a blowjob, sort of started to move us a little bit closer together. And then she was giving us a blowjob with both of us in her mouth at the same time. And I could see the guy sort of looking at me at the corner of his eye and moving a little bit closer. Then he started putting his hand on my leg and stroked my leg a little bit. This is after I'd had my first by experience in cap not too long after so um i reciprocated a bit and started touching his leg a bit one thing led to another and it turned into a really nice by threesome so we were having this really good by threesome behind sherry and you were very absorbed with that guy i don't know if you noticed that i was actually playing with no i noticed i noticed i mean i remember you playing with a guy more because that's 
Well, that's what I find the most sexy. And then I think pretty much everyone else finished up in the room. And it was just us three still playing. So everyone else left. And then Sherry came over and joined us. Mm. And then I think we probably had another 20 minutes, half an hour of all playing, just the four of us on the massage table. And that was a really fluid experience. As as it is usually with bi-couples. And I remember at the end, as we were packing up to leave the room, saying, oh yeah, what are your names? <laughs> and I, I don't remember their names. No, me neither. But I don't um, remember a few things from that night anyway. <laughs> <laughs> then we sort of had a walk around a bit and a drink of water and a bit more of an explore. And uh, what happened after that? Uh, I don't know. I, uh, let's say I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> of course you don't remember. Sherry said, oh, I'm feeling, I don't know, I'm not feeling great. I might go to the bathroom. Yeah, and I was sick in the bathroom. White girl wasted sick or? No, no, just controlled. I'm sick. Let's get this out. I feel better for it. Like a tactical vomit. Yeah, I think that's what it was. Yeah, I probably actually triggered it because I was feeling so unwell. You know what? I hadn't done that in years. I used to be much better at it when I was in my 20s and um, partying a lot. (laughs) So it it was just using an old tactic that I used when I was younger. And it worked. I mean, I felt much better after. I cleaned up. There was mouthwash over there. Splash water on my face. And yep, back to it. Oh, classy. Wow. <laughs> so when Sherry came out and told me, oh, no, I've had, I've had a vomit, I was thinking, okay, this is the night over. Oh, well, at least we got to play with some great people. It'll be time to go now. <laughs> and Sherry was like, no, no, let's stay here a bit longer. It was not even that late at that point. No, it was like 11 o'clock. So we uh, decided we'd have a sit down for a while. Yeah, we did. We did sit and relax. Recover a bit yeah. and see how you're feeling in five, ten minutes. I really hope that no one from that party is listening to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> then we thought we'll do one last loop before we leave. Sherry's feeling quite a bit better. And um, as we we're walking past a cabin, there was a couple with a single woman and we met them both at the pre-drinks. Mm. And they opened the door because they saw us walk past in the window. I said, oh, come in. We joined them. That was quite sexy what was happening in there. I think they were a full swap couple and fully swapping with a single woman who was very good looking, but she was uh, straight. Yeah. Unfortunately, I was really disappointed in that. Because then she took a a lot of a shine to me. Yes. And she was really trying to... To have you fuck her. Yeah. Let's say, (laughs) you know, let's call spade a spade. Yeah. So we had a bit of a play with them in the cabin, but it was very cramped. It was very, very cramped. Yeah, for three people it's okay, but five is just... I think for three people it's bad. For five, (laughs) it's terrible. Well, it's helping with getting close to each other. Then left and went out to the relaxation area again to recover, recuperate. When you're saying relaxation area, for me it's just around the bar. Yeah, it's around the bar with the couches. Yeah. As we were sitting down, there was a couple which we'd noticed earlier sitting across from us. Very good looking. Yeah, very good looking. They were emo-y goth looking. And very petite, uh, both her and him actually. Super good looking and stylish, yeah. So we went over and had a chat to them. And after chatting for a while, they said, oh, do you want to go into the massage room? So we went into the massage How room. How could we refuse? We're just good Samaritans like that. <laughs> oh. And uh, then you and you and her started playing on the table for a fair bit as well, didn't you? Yeah. And then uh, the guy and I joined in. He wasn't by, uh, so it was me playing with Sherry and her and her playing with Sherry and him. I think it still worked well, but didn't the single girl also join? 
yeah so then the single girl that we'd just been playing with that was really into me came and well must have walked past and seen us in the room so she came in and said oh what's going on in here so we had to invite her to join in <laughs> we had to <laughs> we had no choice it's only polite yeah and she was really keen for me to fuck her again yeah she was begging you maybe not quite begging you and then i remember when i was um when i was fucking you she was behind me scratching my back because she had really long fingernails mm. and that was really nice that was really hot <laughs> but i had big scratch marks all down my back the next day sometimes it's interesting what you take from an experience you know the sexy fingernails you wouldn't have thought beforehand that that's what would make it memorable yeah but that's actually what what stayed with you what else happened there anything else of note no i think we just really enjoyed the company of that couple yeah and then when we finished playing we went home but they lived up north or something so yeah they just come to london for the party so we didn't get their details we're so lucky to live in london and be just a tube away from all the action yeah although london's huge and it takes forever to get anywhere yeah but it's still not not a two-hour car journey yeah so what did you learn from that night sherry (laughs) That you can be very patronizing, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) You already knew that. Well, I think it's not the first time I've had a bit too much at a lifestyle event, but I think it's the first time it was, uh, it got out of hand, let's say. Yeah. Like you didn't do anything stupid or bad decisions. I wasn't as mindful of you as I would have been had I been sober or just a little bit tipsy instead of too, too drunk. And I think I definitely learned when to say, put a brakes on something which is happening, even if it's like to you. So that guy who was clearly not interested in knowing me, that really annoys me. I think especially now, I wouldn't put up with that. Too bad if you're going to treat me like shit then. Then you can't play with my woman. But it's something which I think is important to get on with both people in the couple, even if you don't have any intention of playing with them. Yeah. It's just, I don't know, being a basic good human being yeah respect so i think if that was to happen again i'd be like sorry not interested at all goodbye and i would probably just follow suit if i'm too drunk i'd be like okay there must be a reason if i'm not drunk i would have picked up on it yeah or you'd say oh please he's really hot (laughs) please let me suck him (laughs) just five more minutes but we haven't been back to uh, killing kittens party since i think we've had other things to do and they are really expensive Especially now that the price is up again at the beginning of this year. Thing is, the pluses of Killing Kitten is that, well, they kind of screen people, don't they? Not anyone. You have to be a couple. They wouldn't let someone who's not who they say they were coming in. But in general, what I found is that people at Killing Kittens are quite hot, young and hot. But it's pricey. And then actually you can go to very cheap places like Rio's where... Yes, you you have all sorts of people. Always finds nice people to either chat with and play with or even just chat with and you can relax and be naked. And I think it's nice to have someone for everyone there. Yeah. Everyone has different tastes. Yeah. Even though I really enjoy Killing Kittens and I want to go back, I think it's good to alternate different venues and environments and uh, crowds. Oh, we're so reasonable. <laughs> all right. On to our listener question. 
So I'm going to ask you this one and then let you lead the answering. Oh no, can I not read it? No, it's my turn. Oh. So our listener question is a message we got sent on Twitter probably a couple of weeks ago. And it's from a woman because yeah. you didn't say, it's not obvious from the text. Probably should have specified that, yeah. yeah. Um, so she said, I'm really interested in getting into the lifestyle, but I'm petrified to take the first steps. Do it, do it. How soft can soft swap be? Does it have to involve oral or can you kiss and caress? Are you always expected to give oral if you've received? Would you suggest trying a threesome first or having sex in front of other people in a sexy atmosphere? So I assume she's in a couple. Oh, oh! I thought she was single. She might be. Well, she said have a threesome first. Or maybe she's talking about finding a... Yeah, I, okay. I thought she was a unicorn. I should have asked it. Well, let's. Well, we can look at the question from both angles. Um, so we'll look at the angle from a couple, I guess. Yeah, but if, if it's as a couple, she needs to talk it out with her partner. That's the first step, rather than asking all those questions. So we'll assume that they've talked it out and they're interested in getting into the lifestyle. So okay, context, please. <laughs> okay, they're, they're in a couple. They've both decided they want to start, put a few toes in your lifestyle. Yep, but they're petrified about it. So we'll break this down. How soft can soft swap be? How soft can it be? I think there are no rules and it can be as soft as you want it to be. We've had experiences where we did kiss people and that stopped there. Yeah. And it can be super sexy to to kiss and touch a little bit and fondle. And I think if that's all you want and all you like, that's fine. I don't think it has to involve oral. Obviously, it doesn't have to involve full swap, but I think if you listen to our podcast, you already know that. Oral is not mandatory. Nothing is mandatory. It's as you want it to be. Um, you make your own rules. I think what is very important is obviously consent of, well, you consenting on what you're doing and the person you're doing it with or the person's you're doing it with and probably being straightforward up front just to manage expectations if you arrange to meet with another couple and they expect full swap and you end up just wanting to kiss them or just having sex next to them for example they might be in for a disappointment whereas if you say straight up that there won't be any swapping there might be a bit of kissing or a few caresses um caress I. Carousai? Carous. Caressing. Some caressing. <laughs> that they can expect a bit of kissing and caressing, but not much more. Then that's fine. I just, just make sure that you don't give false hopes to people. And I would say you're not necessarily expected to give oral if you have received. Although some people, if they give oral, kind of expect it. But I think in the lifestyle, probably a lot less than... People are not swingers. Yeah, I'd agree. Because before I was in lifestyle, it was like, well, I give to you, you give to me. But in the lifestyle, it's a lot more fluid and yeah, it's not necessary. Everyone reciprocates. So I'm not sure I was clear, but I would say it can be as soft as you want and it doesn't have to involve anything that you, want it to, you don't want it to involve. And in terms of how to start with it, I think it's a personal decision. You suggested either having a threesome first or having sex in front of people. One or um, both. <laughs> That's what we did. Well, we went in thinking we would just have sex of, um, between the two of us and we ended up having a threesome in front of people. Yeah. I think if in your areas there are sex parties and you can go as a couple or single woman if you're a single woman, 
I would suggest you do that because um, you can just go and watch what's happening and then it might give you more of an idea of what you want by witnessing it. And it can be a lot of pressure if you're meeting with a couple that you met online and you've been chatting for a while and you decide, okay, we're going to go over to your house and then there's only that couple there and it's you and them and it's very full on. Oh, too much expectations. Yeah. Too many expectations. I think the good thing with a sex party is that if someone approaches you and you're not interested, that's okay. There's other people there for yeah. that person to play with. If you if it's a one-on-one meet or two-on-one, whatever, there's much more risk of expectations that you're not going to fulfill. And it can be quite awkward to excuse yourself early in the evening, especially if you've never done that before and if you're new to the lifestyle. Yeah. It's a really big risk of finding yourselves in a situation where you think, okay, we'll play with them a little bit just because we're here and we feel like we have to, especially if they're quite a, I don't want to say aggressive, but an assertive yeah. couple that really want to play with you. I think there are, there have been a few times, especially at the start, where we ended up playing with couples where I wouldn't necessarily want, would have wanted it, but I kind of felt expected to do it, so I did it. And it was fine. I mean, I'm not traumatized or anything, but I think... If it's an atmosphere where you can super easily say no or say you're not interested, I think that would be easier for a first time. That's actually whether you're a couple or a single girl, so it's the same answer. I would recommend a sex party. Well, that's a very comprehensive answer. I think that's the most you've spoken on the podcast in one go as well, so <laughs> congratulations. And not too many English mistakes, I'm hoping. Yeah. But that's that's easy for me to answer because I kind of project myself and our first experience which was a really good first experience. So I'm hoping that anyone who starts with the lifestyle could get as good a first experience as we did. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think the first experience or two can really... Define. Yeah, it can make or break it. Yeah. Whether or not you actually want to carry on with your journey and try and push through. Because if you... I'll try and push through. That makes it sound like it's a chore. <laughs> I'm going to force myself. <laughs> if you have a bad experience, you have to decide whether you want to try and push through. But if you have a good positive experience, it can be exciting to try it again and mm. do more. Especially in the case of a couple where maybe one of them is more into it than the other, into the idea, I mean. And if the one who was a bit more reticent at first is getting an average experience, it could just be the end of it. So you have to be very careful because you can't force your partner to... To go into lifestyle. Oh, no, and you shouldn't. That'll just yeah. end badly for everyone. But for from the question that we received, I always assumed when we were talking about it that it was a single woman, not a couple. So that's interesting how you read it differently. I thought it was I a did. single woman at first, but then rereading it now, I thought, oh, maybe they're a couple. So thank you for your question. Hopefully, well, I was going to say our answer, but Sherry's answer. Well, did you have something to add, Kiwi? No, you pretty much said everything I was going to and more. And more. more. So um, once again, thanks for that. And if anyone else has a question they want to ask us or just to get in touch and say hi, we actually love hearing from all of you. We love hearing what you think about our podcast and our adventures. Yes. And you can find us on Twitter. We are at Kiwi and Sherry, all one word. You can email us at kiwiandsherry at gmail.com. You can find our website at www.sharingiscaringpodcast.com. You can find us on Fab Swingers and Spicy Match as Sharing is Caring Podcast. And there's spaces between the words on Fab and dashes on Spicy Match. I don't know how people can remember this when you say it out loud. <laughs> <laughs> it's on our show notes. <laughs> um, 
Also, just a plug for Spicy Match, if you are in mainland Europe or planning on visiting there at any point, you should probably check it out. It's actually quite good in Europe. I know in, well, in mainland Europe. Yes, I, I don't like when people say in Europe as if the UK wasn't part of Europe. It's still part of Europe. <laughs> There's not that many people in the UK and in the States on Spicy Match, but it's really good for a trip to Europe because you can set your travel plans on there and find people before you arrive. And also, most important, there's the photo contest. And Sherry's got a photo in the photo contest this time. It's a Christmas-themed one. So you can get three months uh, premium for free if you sign up using the referral code SHARINGISCARING. That's all one word. Yeah, and as always, thank you all for the amazing feedback, rating and reviews. As I said, we really appreciate all that. And if you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a rating and a review and we'll love you even more. Yay. (laughs) And it's coming up to the holiday season or the Christmas season, however you call it. So however you celebrate it, I hope you at least get some time off work and relax and drink lots of, I was going to say drink lots of mulled wine. Or mulled cider. Yeah. Or just normal wine. And a lot of sex. Yeah, that too. (laughs) So until next time. Sherry, take us away. And remember, sharing is caring. We love hearing what you hear. You. <laughs> Sorry. Good try. <laughs> It's funnier. It's more fun with friends, I think. Funnier with friends. It's funnier with friends, but it's more fun. <laughs> Please yeah. remove this. A face no, not a face mask. And then we used. Um, yeah, it was a face mask to cover to blindfold me, like a sleeping oh, mask. Oh yeah. Yeah, I had them all over me. <laughs> yeah, not not sexy. We finally went to Rio's. Ah.